Hi, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenhorst, and welcome back to Healing Quest, your healthy lifestyle show. Our focus here is energy medicine, integrative health, and the latest in natural ways to help us all achieve optimum well-being. Well, it's estimated that 80 to 90% of Americans are, are out of balance in, in one of the most important parts of their body, the gut microbiome. You know, we, you, you hear us talk a lot about this on Healing Quest because we've learned over the last 20 years how really essential and important this is. To our entire body. Exactly, because that's where friendly bacteria help us digest our food, and they also play a vital role in our immune system, our nervous system, and our overall health. And maintaining balance here is a big challenge since, since the, the, the gut microbiome is home to trillions of microorganisms, and it's virtually impossible to achieve optimal well-being unless these little microorganisms are in balance. Well, the good news is that a natural solution has been found for maintaining that balance. So we've asked Kieran Krishnan, Chief Science Officer for Just Thrive Probiotics and a renowned microbiologist, to join us to talk about that. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Judy. Hi, Roy. Good to be with you. Let's just jump right in here. How connected are our problems in the gut microbiome to what's happened in recent decades to the soil that's used to, to grow the food that we all eat? Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a um, very well accepted uh, idea in the research community um, that studies microbes, that studies uh, ecology, that studies nutrition, and that the idea is that dead soil equals uh, a, a dysfunctional microbiome. Um, you know, there's, there is a circle of life, if you will, in the microbial world. And the practices of farming are very focused on sterilizing the soil in many ways. Um, and because of that, because we're sterilizing the soil, it is impacting what the plants we eat look like. Right, just as it's important for us to have a diverse microbiome in our gut in order to break down, assimilate, and utilize nutrients, it's very important for plants to have a diverse microbiome in the soil for them to break down, assimilate, and utilize nutrients. And because of this dead soil issue, what we're seeing is that the nutrient content of foods that are being produced today are a shadow of what they were even just 30 to 40 years ago. A broccoli today has as, as little as 50% the nutritional value as a broccoli grown 50 years ago. Wow. And that has a huge impact on this, as you can imagine. I, I, yes. You know, now, are conditions like inflammatory bowel disease and Crohn's disease examples of, of how the gut microbiome imbalances is, is manifesting itself? Absolutely. In fact, the vast majority of chronic illnesses can be tied back to some sort of imbalance in the gut, right? The, the digestive conditions are obvious, things like IBS, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, Crohn's, colitis, colorectal cancer, those things are obvious that these are gut issues and gut dysfunction drives these issues. But the less obvious ones, but which, which do have a significant amount of research behind them, are things like heart disease and diabetes and dementia and obesity, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, autoimmune conditions, all of these things are connected to dysbiosis in the gut. And, and we see the importance of microbes and their function uh, when we realize that these connections exist. 
And, and in that same token, the impact on the environment and in our vegetation and the nutrient density of our foods is heavily impacted by bacteria in the soil. You know, one, one really important example, um, you know, we've got an issue of an overabundance of carbon in the atmosphere, right? We've heard about climate change. We've heard about um, the, the global warming phenomenon. One of the biggest sources of carbon sequestra sequestration in the, in the ecosystem is the soil. The soil would suck up the vast majority of carbon that's in the atmosphere if the soil was not dead. It's the microbes in the soil that suck up the carbon. And so that's another consequence of having a dead um, soil system. Um, it, it causes uh, dysfunction in the, in the planet, uh, just the, the same way that uh, our dysfunctional microbiome in our gut causes dysfunction and disease in us. Well, how, do, how does a spore-based probiotic actually help restore the balance in the gut microbiome? So one of the things that the spores do really well is something called quorum sensing. Quorum sensing is the ability of microbes to read other microbial signatures. Um, so every bacteria out there puts out a chemical signature in its little microenvironment to communicate with the other microbes of its same species. Um, and then certain types of bacteria have the capability of reading those signatures of all the microbes in that space. One of the things that the spores do really well is they enter into the ecosystem in your gut and they start reading all of the microbial signatures and they start to figure out who's there in, a over, in, in overabundance, especially when it comes to pathogenic type of bacteria or opportunistic type of bacteria and, and what are the concentrations of the beneficial bacteria. And they start making changes in the relative abundance of all of these microbes. We have published studies where we show that putting the spores into the system will bring down the overgrowth of potentially problematic bacteria and increase the growth of really well-known beneficial bacteria. So they bring about balance into the microbiome. They are the, the law enforcement, if you will, of that. <laughs> um, you know, and they, they have their, their own special capability of identifying the players that are harmful and the players that are beneficial. And they have lots of tools in their, in their tool belt to be able to make that change. Wow, that's fascinating. Well, if, if you're just joining us, I'm Judy Brooks. And I'm Roy Walkenharst. You're listening to Healing Quest. And we're talking with microbiologist Kieran Christian of Just Thrive Probiotics about the critical role that spore-based probiotics play in maintaining gut microbiome balance, something that is essential to nearly all aspects of good health. You know, as a matter of fact, it, it occurs to me that for years here on Healing Quest, we've been talking about the fact that food is medicine. And we really need to pay attention to to the food that we need to you know uh, avoid avoid GMO, eat organic, and so forth. But it also occurs to me that the the situation is, as you said, the even the best food we eat may may not have probably doesn't have the nutrients that it used to. So food alone cannot solve this problem with each of us individually. I think these, these uh, spore-based probiotics are the only way to keep that micro, my, microbiome in balance. A am I thinking right about that? Yeah, there's a lot, to, a lot of truth to what you're saying. You know, one of the reasons why supplementation in general 
has become so critical when it comes to things like micronutrients and you know vitamins and all that is because um, we cannot get all the nutrients we need from our from our food anymore. Um, you know there is a movement for regenerative farming for biodynamic farming and those are really important movements because they are trying to go back to the basics of of really really uh, foundationally good farming practices that that focus on improving the life within the soil, which then has a huge impact on, on what the, the, uh, the items look like that grow out of that soil, right? So, so those movements are there, but they are a tiny minuscule part of the food supply. Um, and, and so the vast majority of people are consuming foods that are a shadow of what they used to be uh, when it comes to the nutrient content and there, those, the ability of those foods to balance out the microbiome is diminished in a, in a large way. And so, uh, and then here's the other point to keep in mind. If we're thinking about our ancestors and we're thinking about even, even in the most recent, uh, you know, decades, we're, t- we're talking 40, 50 years ago, um, you know, the, the, the types of foods that we consumed were less sterilized and less cleaned off than the foods that we are consuming today. So many of the foods um, that you guys may have consumed when you were younger, and so and uh, me, myself as well, were actually teeming with natural spores on them. Mm-hmm. And we no longer have that advantage. And so we have to supplement and bring these um, amazingly important microbes back into our system. We were designed to pick them up in the environment. We were designed to pick them up from soil. We were designed to pick them up from drinking out of rivers and streams and, you know, digging in the ground for roots and tubers um, and, and growing things in our own, uh, in our own properties uh, and getting that soil on our vegetation and then just kind of brushing it off or rinsing it off and then eating it. You know, the spores would remain on, on your food that way. But right now, everything that's picked in farms and all goes through a chlorine wash. Right. And so, so it's, uh, it's not the same at all. And so supplementation becomes absolutely critical. Well, would I be correct in assuming then that uh, it would be important to take both a prebiotic and a probiotic uh, to help restore the gut microbiome balance? Absolutely. And and not any type of prebiotic. Um, The oligosaccharides are the most important type. So, you know, you can get a number of prebiotic-like fibers out of your diet, which are important. So these are the soluble, insoluble fibers. This is from eating things like bran um, and uh, certain types of nuts and roots and tubers. Uh, they'll get you resistant starches. They'll get you illegal, uh, They'll get you fibers. Um, but oligosaccharides are the very important nutrient that um, very specific keystone bacteria like acromancia and fecalum bacteria that are protective microbes in our gut. They're considered keystone strains because they're so important to the microbiome. Those types of bacteria feed um, predominantly on oligosaccharides. And we're not getting oligosaccharides in our diet normally. And so supplementing with a prebiotic that is heavy in oligosaccharides is absolutely critical. So the oligosaccharides, that, does, that, does that mean a spore-based probiotic or prebiotic is the only place you're going to get that? No, the oligosaccharides um, are a prebiotic, but they're, they don't come from the bacteria. Okay. Um, they come from things like fruits. 
uh, like fructooligosaccharides or xylooligosaccharides come from certain types of vegetables, um, but they are the uh, components that are considered to be prebiotic oligosaccharides that are purified from these, food, from these foods. So the, the spore-based probiotics are a separate component and the oligosaccharides are a separate component that are extracts of food. Um, so you'd want both of them together. Now, when you combine them together, they create a new kind of term called symbiotic, uh, S-Y-N biotic. And what that means is that there has to be a validation that the prebiotic oligosaccharides you're taking um, have a uh, additive benefit to the probiotics that you're taking. And we have done studies and been able to publish showing that the combination between the prebiotic oligosaccharides that we work with and, and then also the, the spore-based probiotics, when you combine them, they effectively double the, the beneficial effects of the probiotics alone. So actually, I just one one quick household note uh, in the kitchen, dear. Um, all this prebiotic prebiotic stuff comes out of a really nice container that's called Precision Prebiotics <laughs> yep. to Just Thrive. That's all you need to know about it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah, we've we've carefully selected this, and and keep in mind, there's lots. There's literally hundreds upon hundreds of different types of oligosaccharide prebiotics out there in the world. Uh, in fact, mother's milk. A huge component of, of mother's milk are about 200 different types of oligosaccharides, none of which the baby can digest for energy. All of them are there purely to feed the bacteria in the baby's gut, right? So oligosaccharides are the first foods that we consume, and it's the first foods that our microbiome gets. And, and we have to maintain our intake of oligosaccharides. Now, the reason why we call them precision prebiotics in the product is because we carefully um, studied and looked for oligosaccharides that only feed beneficial bacteria, and especially those keystone bacteria in the gut. You can get prebiotics and some other oligosaccharides um, that, that may have the capability of feeding dysfunctional bacteria as well. So you want to be careful about that. That's why we've uh, carefully selected these, these um, three particular oligosaccharides because there's enough clinical studies to show they specifically feed good bacteria. Well, thank you, Karen. Once again, I'm, I'm telling you, we just get so much information <laughs> from you. It's great. Thank you so much for sharing that with all of this with us and our listeners. We've been speaking with Karen Krishnan, Chief Science Officer for Just Thrive Probiotics, about how to maintain gut microbiome balance, something that's essential to nearly all aspects of good health. Now, you can find out more about the spore-based probiotics and the precision prebiotics we've been discussing at justthrivehealth.com. That's justthrivehealth.com. Up next, Michelle Bernhardt with the Astrological Outlook for July, which is now only two days away. And podcasts of this and other Healing Quest shows are available on our website at HealingQuest.tv. Please follow us, too, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HealingQuest. I'm Roy Walkenhorst. And I'm Judy Brooks, and you're listening to Healing Quest on iHeartRadio.